0: USCBC recently led the drafting and delivery of an industry letter that was co-signed by about two dozen other associations to U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai and Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. In it, we made some suggestions for how the administration might pursue a more durable trade and economic strategy with China. And so to chat about that letter today, we have our Vice President for Government Affairs, Anna Ashton, on the line from the U.S.-China Business Council in Washington, D.C. I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this is the China Business Minute. Ashton is our Vice President for Government Affairs in Washington. Anna, thanks for taking some time to chat with us.
1: Thanks for having me. It's always good to talk to you, Ian.
0: All right. So I know we recently sent an association letter to U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai and Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. So what was in it and and where did it come from? What what sort of preceded it?
1: So back in August, before the Trump administration made any um, official formal statements about the direction of its China trade policy, but when we were still anticipating that they would soon roll out a policy, we organized a letter to Ambassador Catherine Tai at USTR as well as Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. And we we put this letter together along with uh, more than two dozen other associations, including, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and the Business Roundtable, and basically just laid out what we thought were the most urgent issues in the commercial relationship from a U.S. business perspective, and uh, what we would like the administration to focus on on that front. Uh, A major piece was to please roll back the tariffs, and also um, to the extent that tariffs are not going to be rolled back, to please re- reestablish an exclusion process um, and make it retroactive so that companies could at least have that avenue for relief from tariffs.
0: So what was the response to that, that first letter?
1: After we sent that letter in August, uh, Ambassador Tai gave her speech in early October, laying out the administration's initial steps. Um, we had originally thought we were going to get a big picture sweeping uh, statement about how the Biden administration planned to approach trade with China. But what Tai presented was very clearly just first steps in an approach to trade with China. Uh, she made clear that there was not going to be any mass rollback of tariffs. It doesn't sound like they are even considering, um, you know, cherry picking tariffs that, that they think should be removed and rolling those back. She made clear that they um, intend to maintain the section 301 tools in managing the US-China trade relationship and that they intend to enforce phase one commitments first and foremost. And then um, she talked about a variety of other issues in the trade relationship that they'd like to address emphasizing things like human rights issues in the trade relationship. After all, the Biden administration uh, likes to call itself worker centric, and they want a worker focused trade policy. And some of the human rights issues of concern have to do with forced labor.
0: Okay, so that's the groundwork for where this latest letter came from. So this latest letter that we just sent, why? Why now?
1: So fast forward to last week, um, we knew that there was likely going to be a presidential meeting between President Biden and President Xi. And uh, we thought that this was a good inflection point to send a second letter to the administration following up on the statements that Ambassador Tai made and also re-emphasizing what the business community believes to be the top priorities in the trade and economic relationship ahead of this leaders meeting. Our letter that we delivered to Ambassador Tai and Secretary Janet Yellen last Friday, November 12th, uh, was a follow-up letter once again emphasizing the U.S. business community's top priorities and concerns with regard to U.S.-China trade and commercial relations. And in that letter, which was once again endorsed by two dozen associations uh, and included a lot of input from them, we, number one, collectively supported the administration's intention to enforce phase one. Number two, we urged the administration to simultaneously work to address a variety of longstanding issues not included in phase one. Uh, and simultaneously as a key word here. We wanted to make clear that while yes, we believe and agree with the administration that it is important to ensure phase one commitments are enforced, we don't want the process of enforcing phase one commitments to overtake Um, opportunity to discuss things that were not addressed in phase one, because there are plenty of significant challenges to doing business in China, uh, longstanding challenges that were kind of left off the table in the negotiation of the phase one agreement. Number three, we encouraged the Biden team to consider removing 301 tariffs, highlighting the damage that they continue to exact. And we asked them to implement a more robust and more retroactive Retroactive exclusion process than the one that they have um, that they have presented so far, and then number four, we encouraged a focused renewal and expansion of our trade ties with partners and allies in order to establish strong multilateral engagement to tackle shared challenges with China. And that is that is the summary of the letter that we sent. Uh, we it's our understanding that there was very little discussion in at least in a detailed way of the economic and commercial relationship in the presidential meeting. It doesn't sound like tariffs, for instance, were a subject of discussion, but we also believe that um, the, the ground is being laid for continued dialogue on economic and commercial issues in the relationship. And we hope that we will soon begin to see more signals of the direction that the Biden administration intends to go and and some progress between the two sides in ironing out some of the challenges that we face.
0: All right. That is a helpful roundup. Um, for those who are interested, we will, of course, link the letter that we are talking about here in the show notes. Uh, Anna, thanks for taking some time to chat with us today.
1: Great talking to you. And I hope to, to do this again soon.
0: Again, Anna Ashton is our vice president for government affairs. China Business Minute is a production of the U.S.-China Business Council. You can always learn more about the work that we do on our website, uschina.org. If you like the show, please leave it a rating and review, as it will always help other people find it. And just like every other week, thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week.